Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back here in the garden with Ron Wilson. As I promised, she is here. Who is she, you say? She happens to be Katie Dubow, bow, bow, bow. We always say bow, bow, bow because sometimes you want to say bow. We don't want to say bow, do we, Katie? Well, you know, I don't care what you call me as long as what's the expression? You don't call me late for dinner? Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> she is with us this morning from Garden Media Group, their website, gardenmediagroup.com. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How about yourself? And congratulations, Madam President. Well, thank you very much. Yes, it's been a big year. Very, very exciting. Taking over for the, uh, for your, well, when did your mom start this whole thing? This is our 31st year in business. 31st year. Yeah. So you weren't even born yet. (laughs) Well, the story goes, she put me on the bus to kindergarten and then started the business. And you just kept coming home. Yeah. <laughs> and now yep. you're taking it all over. Exactly. I know. She. I, I was her first employee yeah. um, back when we had to lick envelopes and lick stamps. So I would I would help stuff press releases. And then um, I did intern at the company when I got out of college. And then I left for a little bit and then came back about 10 years ago. Well, that's good. So my mom is officially retired. Well, good for her. And it's good for you to intern and go somewhere else and do something for a while, then come back. You learn a lot that way. You do. And, you know, I, I think you never think you're going to move home or live at home. And, and then leaving, what is it, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So leaving made me appreciate. We, I live in the Brandywine Valley outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a beautiful place to live. But I don't think you could appreciate it until you leave. Yeah, you're right. Although my, both mm-hmm. of my daughters left our town and said they'd never move back there again. Yep. And they still haven't. Well, they're only about 30 minutes away, though, you know, so that's kind of like still being there. So, yeah, Katie DeBow with us this morning from the Garden Media Group. And, of course, uh, for folks that aren't familiar with the Garden Media Group, we look to them to tell us about what's going on. What are the trends out there? What are we going to see for the upcoming year? And as I have said for many, many, many years, um, being associated with you folks and, and having you on and talking about this, you know, you guys are every year just spot on. I don't know how you do it, but you do. And can you just tell folks very quickly a little bit about Garden Media Group? Sure. Yeah, we are, you know, as we said, this is now a second generation woman-owned business. We are a public relations business, which I like to say in short, we make people popular. So if a client in the horticulture industry wants to get a new product out there or they want um, some industry research done, they come to us. We specialize only in, you know, the lawn and garden horticulture products. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you all sit down and figure out what what trends are happening. What's going to what's, of course? What are we taking? What are we going to see going on? And we're not talking just about product trends. We're talking about 
gardening trends, kids trends, health trends, mental trends. I mean, it's the whole, it's, it's unbelievable. And I have to give you credit. You know, I think it was last year, the year before, the color of the year, the trend, you, you were off just a little bit. <laughs> this year, before anybody else came out with a color, you were on with the indigo. Yep, and the year before we predicted purple, which Pantone agreed with, and that's right. Last year we predicted mint. Pantone said it was living coral, which love living coral. That was great. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, again this year we we saw, we spotted indigo, which they picked classic blue. And if you look at the colors side by side, they're the same color. And I think they were watching what you guys were doing. That's what I think too. I, I really do. Now, are you are you still doing the TV? Yep, still doing TV. My Q, I'm on QVC presenting for a company called Cottage Farms, mm-hmm. and I sell plants on TV. People are shocked. They say, wait, so you can buy plants from TV? Um, and they've been doing that for almost 20 years. So, you know, this is something that's it's not a new, you know, you look at Amazon and all these new services. So um, that season runs, we kicked it off January 27th, mm-hmm. and it usually runs through the middle of May. Well, our our executive producer watches QVC a lot, and I, we were talking this morning, and I said, "You got to watch. You got if you haven't seen Katie on there, uh, you got to watch for it because I know she's still doing it." Absolutely, yeah, they do a lot of home and garden pro- programming this time of year, which is fun because you know I think a lot of people think of QVC as just a shopping network, but it's actually very educational. You know, people are so knowledgeable about their products, and especially in the garden realm, you actually learn things about gardening, so it's fun. And and other things as and, and other things as well. But you're right, the, the gardening and uh, you do, and I've watched it a few times, and you do an outstanding job. Oh, thank you. But great information out there as well. Katie Dubow with us this morning from Garden Media Group. All right, so 2020, um, you know, and I liked it the way you let it off. It's seeing 2020 uh, as far as trends for uh, 2020. Um, I know we can't go through all of them today, but why don't we highlight three or four really major ones that you think really stand out, besides the fact that indigo was your pick for colors? Yeah, sure. So the way that our trends work, um, and, you know, as you mentioned, our website is gardenmediagroup.com, and if you hit a backsplash trends, you can download the full trend report. We have eight trends which, um, you know, we, we usually try to have about eight. We don't want to overwhelm people. Plus, it's a lot of work, as you said, to, to figure out what these trends are. So what we typically do is we start with what the what's happening in the world that it might most affect the garden industry. Um, and so a couple of the things that we're seeing there is this, what we're calling cities of the future. And what I think is so interesting, you know, half the world's population lives in cities right now, and that number is expected to rise to 70%. And when we look at cities, we're not talking about New York City only. You know, it's just... It's, it's places with a walkability score, places where from your home you can walk and go get coffee. So, um, and that I think is really interesting because it's not, you know, when people think, oh, this doesn't affect me. Well, this really does because it's, it's not just going to be what, where can I walk and get coffee or where can I go shopping? But now it's going to be, well, where can I go to find the closest park or the closest playground? Because when we're living in these densely populated places, most often now our, our spaces are a little smaller, so you don't have as much nature around you. And so I really do find that um, the future of gardening, the future of green spaces is going to be very positive because of this trend. Um, while people might have smaller spaces, they're going to be craving nature. And so our cities are going to adapt to have so many more interesting green spaces in them. Um, we're calling them central recreational districts, so places just to gather, which will increase property values and drive more, draw more people, um, you know, more better jobs. And so I think that's a really exciting trend that we're seeing affecting gardening. Did you guys come up with that, the central recreational districts? No, we oh, didn't. Okay. 
I thought it was yeah. great. I, I thought maybe you guys came up with that, but you're right. And of course, then that means we're going to see more parks and more rec yeah. areas and more community gardens and more tree planting. Absolutely. And trees are one of the biggest, you know, one of the, the companies we work with is the Davy Tree Expert Company, famous right. in Ohio. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, they're doing a lot of research on how to help urban trees survive. Because think about, you know, any or any urban plant living in an environment like that, surrounded by concrete, um, they call them heat jungles, um, heat islands. So, Really, it is, it's not a natural place for a plant to live. And so really figuring out what are the best care practices for particularly our trees, because they do so much to mitigate all of those, you know, the stormwater runoff in our cities. And so Davey's doing a lot of research on how to best make sure that we can keep those trees alive. And there's so, yeah, so much great research out there about what trees can do. And, of course, cleaning the air. And, of course, what we say here, you know, every year we need to get out and plant one, two, three trees, whatever you can. Because yeah. it's probably yeah. one of the – if there's only one thing we could all do to help Mother Earth is plant a tree. Uh, and and again, this is going to fall right into that. And you know, Katie, I you know you see, especially out of this country, but a lot of uh, cities now dealing with all of the wall plantings, the, the wall gardens, and things like that. Yeah. Um, yep. Which I think we're going to see a lot more here in the United States as well. I think we will, and I think that as you said, these this this drive to community gardens which is really fun, too, because then you'll see more people in their community getting out, getting together. Um, I do think this is even much higher level than gardening, but it will be a reversal of all this social media and this Internet, which has cocooned us and made us feel so much more in our bubbles, stay in our homes, and I think that it will help people get out and connect with each other again. Katie Dubow is with us this morning from Garden Media Group. Their website's gardenmediagroup.com. Be sure and check it out. So uh, we're going to see a lot of greenery, and, and, and I'm liking that one. Let's, let's hit one more before we take our break. Yeah, so my favorite one, endangered soil is what we're calling it. Um, and my favorite, I didn't make this up, but my favorite quote here is, we're treating our, our soil like a four-letter word. I'm not going to say any of them right now, but, you know, we're treating it like dirt. Right. And um, especially gardeners, you know, we don't call soil dirt. It is a living being. But erosion, deforestation, all these uh, lots of damaging land practices have washed away one-third of our topsoil. So, you know, think about when you put in a new development, which go up all the time. What do they do? Scrape away that topsoil. And so it's no wonder that people are having lots of trouble growing things in their yards, except for grass. Um, and so it's, it's, it's a big issue. And so enter this trend, this new trend, regenerative gardening. And speaking of other people who picked this up, Whole Foods also released a big trend report. And they cite as their number one trend for 2020, regenerative agriculture. So this is a big buzzword, this regenerative idea. And it really does take it one step further than organic. Organic is great, mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't, it, it adds a lot of amendments to the soil and makes sure you're not using chemicals. But it really doesn't take into practice feeding the soil and making sure that you're regenerating the life inside your soil. So whether that's, um, you know, composting, definitely using orga organics, but most importantly, using things like cover crops or worms to not till your soil and release the carbon from it. And so that's one really big trend that we're seeing, um, helping people feed their soil, you know, put that $1 plant in a $10 hole uh, and you'll have success. As simple as taking those coffee grounds when you're done brewing yourself a cup of coffee and tossing it out into your landscape bed. Absolutely. As simple as that to whatever it may be. And I, I love this particular trend 
Uh, you could see this coming over the last year or two because we're seeing more and more articles researching out about what to do to help improve our soils. Um, no doubt about it. And, of course, uh, I have these things, Katie, I do every year. It's called Yard Boys Points to Ponder. And I think mm-hmm. it's these top ten are my top ten things to take a look at or whatever as you're out there yarding and doing whatever you do. Number three on my list is called Pamper Your Worms. Yes. And I thought, you know, people see it, they kind of laugh, and I said, but think about it. When you pamper your worms, what are you doing? And you just went through the whole nine yards of what we're doing to improve our soils. And if you've got a good earthworm count, you know you're doing the right thing. That's right. And then you won't have to add so many different amendments to it. You got it. If your soil is healthy. So, you know, you're saving your money. You're reducing your waste in the long run. It really is. It does make sense to me, too. Pamper those worms. Pamper the worms. And we are what we are what we eat, and the plants are what they grow in. Let's take a quick yeah. break. We come back. We're talking with Katie Dubow from Garden Media Group, GardenMediaGroup.com, here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Landscaping made easier with your personal yard boy. He's in the garden, and he's Ron Wilson. Welcome back. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson and our special guest this morning, Katie Dubow. Bow, 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 from the Garden Media Group. And of course, their website is gardenmediagroup.com. Talking about trends for 2020. Uh, and they are always spot on. I don't know how you all do it, but you do. They just sit around a big table and throw all this stuff together. Kind of like the old farmer's almanac, you think? Yeah, in fact, we we regularly supply trends for them for their garden guide issue. So See? you can find these trends in there, yeah. See, they even even for the old farmer's <laughs> almanac, Katie takes care of all of it for you. Talking about some of those major trends out there. So we've talked about uh, talked about the uh, dirt. You know what I, I loved about the dirt thing is that when I got first got out of college, being a smart aleck and all that kind of stuff, I used to tell people, they would talk about what should I do to my dirt? And I always say, dirt's on the floor, soil yeah. is what you plant in. They were like, yes. okay, smart ass. Quit. I'm sorry, right. I can't say that, can I? Uh, but I, I loved it when you said that. We treat it like dirt, and that's a, you're exactly right. So good, yeah. good, good tip. Give us another trend. So it's hard to pick another one, but I think one of the most important things happening for us right now and is this houseplant movement. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that you and I have talked about this for years because we have actually uh, about 12 years ago launched a movement for the company Costa Farms called O2 for You. And it's about oxygen and how houseplants really help. There are so many benefits to houseplants. But it's over the last year, it is amazing how this trend has just, it's reached, I don't think it's reached its peak, but it has taken off. And so when I say it's taken off, some people might be saying, well, I've had houseplants since the 70s. But, you know, it's the young people who are really embracing having a plant or two or 600 mm-hmm. in their apartments. And um, that, so that's really exciting for us. But you, the thing that we're – I was, ahead, I was just going to say, do you think Pinterest has anything to do with that? I think Pinterest, I think Instagram really Instagram, is a big player yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, because 
designers. I think people love to follow these. They're called, quote, unquote, influencers. But a lot of them are actual designers, interior designers. And every picture, they have a post, a picture of a plant in that room. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at the company Wayfair, I was looking through for this trend report, um, uh, their pictures of all of their products, their couches, their lamps. Every single picture on their Instagram feed has, you know, a fiddle leaf fig in the corner or a monstera plant, probably not in the proper light conditions. But, you know, so Instagram, certainly with social media, it can be great to help draw awareness of these things. But then it's, it's up to us in our industry to make sure we're educating people so they put it in the right place. Yeah, absolutely. But again, the succulents, the, the top 10 yeah. easiest plants to grow, I mean, the whole nine yards pottery to go along with it. It's just been crazy. And it's a great crazy. I I love seeing it. I love it too. And it helps, you know, these people are coming in asking us questions and, you know, talking about what's the right plant for the right place, the light requirements. And the thing though, that we're seeing as the trend this year is not necessarily just house plants, but it's this you know, back to this community thing that we were talking about with the outdoor, it is that houseplants are bringing people together. Mm-hmm. And so there's something, you know, plant swaps, which have been happening for years, but now people are bringing in their houseplants and they're meeting up at local garden centers, but they're also meeting up at coffee shops and they're meeting up at bookstores and they're meeting up at, you know, their local community spots and they're having their plants in plastic bags labeled with the Latin names wrong, which is something I never thought you know, this this younger generation would care about. Right. And so they're really interested in learning about the plant families, about varieties, about species. And that's something that I find really, really positive that, you know, if they're that interested in indoor, when they do get a little plot of land or a container even to grow outside, I think that they'll they'll be even that much more interested in growing outdoors as well. What an interesting twist, because it was always don't throw the Latin names out there, just the common names. People could care less about Latin names. And now all of a sudden, guess what? It's just the opposite. It's like, what is that Latin name? And then now we look up the history and the family and who else belongs to that. And, you know, very cool. No doubt about it. Even Even macrame is back. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Uh, so I love it. That's one of my that's one of my favorite trends because it's really it's showing how young people are using plants to be you know to show express their creativity and their personality and then really just gather and I love that. I do too. And again, it's GardenMediaGroup.com. Katie Dubow. We got about uh, two minutes to go here, and it always goes so fast when we talk to you. I, I, know. I love it. The one I and I I don't know which one you're going to talk about, but I tell you the one that kind of got my attention as well. Was the frog whisperer? Yes, good. I was going to go there next, too. Good. Who doesn't love to talk about frogs? Yeah, really? Um, And so every year we try to include pollinators because we started talking about pollinators in our 2006 trends. Um, But, you know, when Cheerios puts the honeybee, removes the honeybee from their box, that trend has reached its peak. So everyone understands the plight of the pollinator, but there are still more things we can do. And so we were looking at the frog and toad and amphibian species and how they're going extinct at an alarming rate. And so it's from all of the same things that affect our pollinators, habitat destruction, pesticide use, pollution, um, climate change. They all play an important part in their decline. And there are things that we can do in our gardens, you know, adding water features, providing cover for them, planting native plants that can help their species return. And so I just love that. If you don't, if you sit out in your garden and you close your eyes and you don't hear anything, birds, bugs, frogs, you've got an issue. Yeah. You're either not still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you got, right. you got issues in your backyard. Yeah. You, 
You're yeah. absolutely right. So now next to my pamper your worms is going to be uh, be friendly with your frogs. Yes, I love it. So, but I, I thought that was a great one, and and you're exactly right. And it's looking at this whole thing overall. Uh, you know, getting the wildlife back in there, doing the right, you know, beneficial plantings. Um, I think we're seeing now that you know butterfly gardens aren't just for butterflies anymore. You plant no. for all these, you bring all these beneficial insects back in. The wildlife yes. moves back in. It's you know, Bert. I always say it's a dinner and a show. It is. You know, I love it. And, and it really is. Katie, always a pleasure having you on. Next time we'll talk about the mushrooms. We didn't get to those. But we'll, Sounds good. We'll talk about mushrooms and other things as well. If you'd like to see Katie, watch for her on QVC. She does an outstanding uh, job. Again, the, the uh, website, gardenmediagroup.com. Have a great one. Thank you too, Ron. Good talking to you. Katie Dubow here in the garden with Ron Wilson. personal yard boy he's in the garden and he's ron wilson with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.